0: Everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life, and I want to welcome you to episode 47 of Limiting Live, where the patients get to interview the guests. And today we don't have any guests. <laughs> well, actually, we do. We have Randy here. What's up, Randy? How's it going? Everybody, that is the mysterious Wizard of the Wizard of Oz, Randy. He's been, you know, backstage for months now, like literally a half a year and more. Probably more. How long? When did you start helping out? Like a year and a bit. Yeah, so it's over a year. That's right. You started like pretty much right away, man. So this is Randy, guys. He is actually on. Uh, so he's a co-host. He's an official co-host now. So if there's open mics and roundtables that I don't have any guests, Randy's going to be the guest. We're just going to have, a you know, open podcast round table. So that is yeah. what we're doing today. Um, the really cool thing is that, Randy, if you want to tell him, you can tell him.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I've just came home from my limb lengthening surgery. And I did my tibia and femurs together.
0: You guys hear I that? I talked
1: to like a couple of people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know I know that you're in the chats last weekend. A lot of people asked for your contact information. Um, if you didn't hear, Randy basically just got back from getting quadrilateral lengthening done. So if you guys have questions, feel free to reach out to Randy and ask him questions. Um this man is a you know real trooper, he's been through a lot, but now he's he's much taller. <laughs> yeah. So. That's awesome. Cool, man. So the way that this show works, you guys know for our open mics, we just leave it. There's a link below this video if you guys want to join and, um, you know, join the panel and ask questions or just join the discussion. But we're going to go ahead and answer some questions live. So um, if you guys have your questions about limb lengthening, feel free to ask. But I'll do a little house cleaning real quick. So uh, next week, um, the 18th, August 18th. Around 6:30 uh, Eastern Time, we're going to have Height Journey. He's going to be talking about his tibial lengthening surgery that he just underwent recently. And then I think we also have Johannes coming back to talk about his physical fitness. He says that he's better than ever before. He's the guy who did the Betts bone uh, a year and some change ago. He's going to be coming back on. And then we have the complications lengthening live coming up as well, where we're going to have a surgeon uh join us for that and talk you know about complications but we will also hopefully have patients who had complications and he said that he can review x-rays live say hey look this is what's going on with this so if you guys want to submit those when that time comes i'll you know be open for those emails and he can review them live talk about you can come onto the panel and ask hey look doc this is what's going on with my 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 you know my nerve pain or something like that he can you know tell you some stuff so all right so let's get to the show so let's do this. How's everybody been? I know we didn't, you know, meet last week. I had some things going on, but we are back. How's I everybody I can't been? see
1: the chat. I'm going to refresh myself.
0: Really? Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. That's so weird. There's been a few technical glitches um cuz we just had to like swap some stuff out with Randy, so Can you see it now, Randy? Uh yep. yep. You can. Okay, it was probably just like a a buffering or loading yeah, issue, I, was, I think so cool man all right let me i'll I'll look through these chats too so randy's going to be talking guys this is randy (laughs) he's the guy that's always helping out with the questions so give your thanks to randy Randy, do you see these little react buttons under here where you can like put like sounds and stuff no i have never tried that i don't want to mess nothing up uh, click it click it click one of them (laughs) (laughs) you hear it Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool man all right all right let's answer these people's questions you guys I know they're probably getting pissed <laughs> all that's right who good. has questions today's guys let's see what's up benjamin minoza <laughs> look at time-lapse car bruno says always on time he knows i'm fashionably late so that's a nice little uh How's okay the going? i'm assuming that's
1: for me <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, definitely. Mine was too long ago. Um, there's no pain, like, but there's soreness at night, where I, or, or or like, my knees can't like go completely straight. As of now, like this happened recently, but mm-hmm. it's not a serious issue. It just um, I need to do PT. I just kind of got lazy for the past like week and a half, two weeks since I got home.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah you're probably tired. I mean, you've been that's a long trip and everything like that
1: yeah what else oh, cool. how old am i i'm actually in my early 30s
0: nice welcome to it yeah <laughs> i'm not young <laughs> athra i think athra did you say you had it done as well i think you were trying to join a stream one time right i think she was wasn't she yeah yeah i think she was but um let's see hey jnu he's in here i'm i see that what's up jnu Oh, sorry, Randy. I missed that. I was, I was messing up. Oh, no, I no. will not touch it. It's all you. No,
1: no, no, no. I'm just trying to the 10. Ahead.
0: He says, you should do these lives more often. I'm planning on going to Korea to do this. Is that Dong Hun Lee you're trying to go to? I, I've heard, this is a rumor, so don't hold, hold me to this, but I've heard he's not taking any new patients for a good bit. He's very, very backed up, so um, good luck with that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, we might do, like, one or two a week. Um, like for example like i said johannes might come on next week and then hj so we might do like one or two uh but right now i've just been super busy so like videos videos might take a back seat but cool cool you can go ahead randy i'm not gonna mess with it anymore it's all you okay this is your show bro it's, it's tough to do
1: <laughs> when you're answering and doing this
0: i know i know right welcome to the what i was going through way right back but i think this might be for you um uh okay so I have a really weird proportion my head is huge and my limbs are short my torso is normal length so i'm thinking of lengthening my arms and legs so i look more proportional thoughts so i don't think you will ever have to really lengthen your arms mo i'd say like five maybe seven maybe ten percent of people will ever have to lengthen their arms even if they get quadrilateral lengthening done like you can ask uh my man randy here right now is like he just got quadrilateral lengthening done and randy are you considering lengthening your arms
1: No, no no way
0: did they look weird? No. See, he just gained a ton of height and he's not thinking about lengthening his his arms. Now, torso lengthening doesn't even exist for cosmetic, you know, stature purposes yet. I don't think any surgeon will do that in their rightful mind. Um, but as far as proportions, like you're talking about femur length and tibial length, that can be a little bit of a personal choice. So, <clears throat> 90% of the time, people who get femur lengthening done, I find that as long as they're wearing normal clothes, like, and this is, you know, uh, like, you know, pants or shorts, that come up to like slightly above the knee, you'll never really notice and you won't know, I mean, you won't really need to think about getting, you know, uh, tibial lengthening as well to balance that out. Now that's for people who go like above six, six and a half centimeters to the full eight. But like when you're like, let's say four to six, six and a half, you won't even really notice at all. Like you're, you can, you can really blend that well. Um, so yeah, that's my take on the proportions. I don't think you're going to need to lengthen your yeah. arms or anything like that. You agree?
1: Yeah, it gets pretty extreme when you start to thinking about arms. Yeah. Yeah. So, re- yeah, no, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I, was, I remember one guy who's like, oh, you should start talking about, like, body modifications on this channel. I was like, yeah, that's, not, that's not the rabbit hole I want to go down.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: What has his done? What did you do? How did you? So tell him so about it.
1: So I did. Um, My tibias was the Isor of long method. And I did my femurs with the precise two nails.
2: Mm.
1: And I did um about five CM on my tibias. And I did about six CM on my femurs.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I did them
1: one after another. So I did it a month and a half in between the frame removal of the tibias. Then I waited
0: a month and a half before I did the femurs that's awesome man that's really yeah smart and you know he made it through okay so yeah
1: Uh, I was glad I had you behind my back yeah Yeah, man,
0: I had to be you were helping out everything and it's just like you know I mean I'm there for every limb lengthening patient but um, you know you you were just a trooper like I said you're going for quadrilateral lengthening that's not easy but you made it through so
1: yeah definitely glad to be home to be honest
0: yeah i know you're <laughs> back home oh, All right. We,
1: we, we have just seen this
0: good question what hurts more tibia or femur that's a good question which one hurts more
1: i have to be honest i did like the femurs was precise like it's supposed to be the easier one but i didn't mm-hmm. think my tibias were much worse like interesting there were times where i had like infections at like a pin site but thinking about like which one hurt more i think the femurs actually hurt a little more at night like when i'm sleeping yeah i feel like my muscles there were really giving me a rough time whereas sure. tibias i get it i get myself into like a good position i could sleep for hours mm. yeah
0: yeah i think i think so too i think that after the first few weeks for me i don't know man i i, I just remember like in the hospital like my tibia was just giving me extreme pain (laughs) but I think that it. I also had a fasciotomy done of my tibialis anterior because I had a lot of muscle. So I think that was adding to the pain um because there's a lot of soft tissue release there. But um the bone itself if you were like stable and like still you really didn't feel unless you twisted or turned your leg. So I put in that night cast and when I would take it off in the morning I would feel okay as long as I didn't jerk my leg or something.
1: I see. Yeah. I see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it depends. I guess it's very it varies from patient to patient. Some patients have told me that their tibia hurt way more than the femur, uh, and they got quadrilateral lengthening done. And some people said the femur hurt way more, so
1: yeah. But I could imagine doing sternos on your femur, so that's gonna hurt the most. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, because you got the pins going in.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: That's crazy, man. Janu, uh, Victor, can you clarify the uncertainty? With the regrowth of soft tissue, does it happen or not? Oh, you're talking about the (laughs) video. All right, all right, all right. So I don't know if you guys have probably seen this guy commenting on my channel lately. Uh, I think it's Mike Michael. (laughs) Such a funny name, right? Um I'm not gonna go into who I think he is, which I know who he is, but um he's been really, really like literally commenting on like every single one of my videos under every single one of the comments. It's like this guy has He's either getting paid really well to do this or he has no job. Anyway, uh, he's been saying that when you lengthen your tissues, your soft tissues, only stretch. Think about that. If you're lengthening your bones 8 centimeters, 3 inches, and you only stretch your tissues, your muscle, do you think you'd be able to walk, let alone not have severe muscle contractures? No. Yeah. So there's something called distraction histogenesis, which basically when you lengthen your your bones, the soft tissues, we're talking muscles, nerves, blood vessels, uh, the fascia, uh, the skin, you know, the fat, all of that will lengthen along with it. And it will actually create new tissue. Okay. Where it's not, it's not growing as fast as bone. It's osteogenesis is probably faster, but so you do have to stretch to kind of keep the, um, the tissue aligned and just like to kind of like, you know, I guess it just, I don't know exactly how it works exactly. But, um, You're stretching to basically help facilitate the growth, okay? So it's like, uh, again, don't ask me everything about it. I don't know. I need to do more research on it, but you do grow new tissue, okay? Dr. Paley, Dr. Rosbrook. I've actually even found a research paper on it, and I would go on record and say that the reason this happens in the muscle is something called hyperplasia and fiber splitting. I actually did a video on it. Uh, last year, when I talked, to you, there's I think the thumbnail is like two calves, like it shows one getting bigger. This happened in me. Okay, I lengthened my tibia, uh, and my lengthened leg is way bigger, like over an inch and a half bigger than my other one. Okay, that's hyperplasia. That means that there's new actual muscle cells, myosatellite cells, which is like the muscle cell in that. And as you create hypertrophy, which is hyperplasia, then hypertrophy after that, they get bigger, and thus I have a bigger calf. There's no way. I could train my right leg as much as I want; it'll never match my left because I have more muscle cells. Okay, and then I train both the same. Okay, so I just have kind of pray that the judges don't see that when I'm on stage. So yes, you do get new tissue regrowth after when you go underdo when you undergo limb lengthening. So. This Mike Michael guy is like, hey, Mike, the PT, can you please tell him, uh, (laughs) tell Victor that he's wrong? And Mike, the PT literally commented. He's like, what am I to say? There's two surgeons who just said, (laughs) you know, the distraction, uh, histogenesis is a thing. And then he went quiet. So that that ended that dispute. Yeah. So it was awesome. Yeah. So Jano, the answer is yes, it happens. I hope that clarifies it. I don't know. I have to do more research. The surgeons need to do more research. Everybody needs to do more research about hyperplasia fiber splitting, uh, distraction, histogenesis. All right, Benjamin Minoza, if you do a certain leg exercise, leg presses and squats, does femurs get even tighter? Um, Or other scenario, higher chance that the nail gets broken. Yeah, so you wanna obviously, number one, wait till your bones fully heal and consolidate then you want to make sure you have full flexibility and range of motion i don't i think people really you know underestimate what full range of motion means it means when you can do everything you did before surgery with your new limb length okay when you're able to do that and your flexibility is back 100 then you focus on strengthening and stability when that's accomplished then you can do things like you know weightlifting. okay because then it's safe to you know add resistance to your 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 lifts now Doing things like squats and leg presses, you can do them lightweight or no weight and high reps and so you can try to, you can improve your range of motion that way. But if you're going to go from like being tight and near muscle contraction and go under a squat bar, yeah, you can get injured. And yeah, that's going to cause undue forces on like, you know, your, your, your moment arms and your levers, which could cause, you know, some sort of thing like that to happen, I guess. It's probably not very likely for the bone to snap, but like you can strain a muscle, rip a tendon, absolutely so make sure you do it in the proper order okay flexibility well first bone flexibility range of motion stability strength and yeah you should be good um yeah randy
1: um i was about five eight like 175 then i did 11 so that's 185 that's about like almost six one
0: that's so cool man he's on a whole nother playing field now
1: (laughs) yeah i'm almost there I can't how's stand it, but I'm it feel? like
0: I know it's got to be like noticeable right the height change yeah
1: oh my God is it noticeable like after tibia, it was already noticeable and then like two three centimeters into the femurs where I could still like really stand straight yeah I, I was taller than a bunch of people who was like taller than me before wow. all noticing
0: that's good. what did they say what did they say
1: um well because they, they they have seen like this type of result happens they're not too surprised but like being taller than like some of the guys there yeah they're all like i could tell some of the guys around were all thinking like maybe i should get a surgery done or something <laughs> like that <laughs>
0: they're like, yeah. that's that's pretty cool that he got taller like that yeah yes
1: yeah, all they want to see is like someone do this and like like be healthy and like walk around yep and get back to normal life and then once they see this they might actually consider doing like doing it
0: 100%, 100%. And I think that that's something we're trying to get more data on and prove that if people do it you know, safely, they do everything in terms of recovery and rehab, and they get back to normal life, that I think it will kind of reduce the stigma that surrounds this procedure. I do. Yeah, exactly. Zoomer Trader. I like that. <laughs> Are there surgeons that do lengthening over nail in the U.S.? You know, I don't think they are. there are, um, at least for adults going for cosmetic stature lengthening. I think that it's more for, you know, children and the pediatric patients who might need it for certain deformity corrections. But um, don't quote me on that. I'm not really sure, but I, I think that if somebody, if they do, it's very, very minimal. You won't find them very much because, um, you know, NuVasive, they're based in the U.S., so they really sell their nails really heavily over here. Jen Raffi. Hi, can I join? Absolutely. Click the link below this uh, video. I put the join link, put your name or an alias, Jen Raffi in there, Um, make sure your microphone's on and you can keep your camera on or off. Absolutely. We'll we'll be happy to have you. JNU. Hey, Randy, what's your opinion on lengthening over nail femur? Thanks.
1: well, I have, I didn't do them. So like, I can't speak directly <laughs> on how much, how much more they're, they're going to hurt, but like, I could tell you, they hurt a lot more. There are things that I can do that a bunch of people can't do with that frame on the side. Yeah. You, you can, you can tell like them sitting down, like the whole motion, they had to be careful not to rip too much of their, like guess, soft tissue. Like for me, it was just like straight down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much different you see guys i've had an external fixator on my femur it wasn't for lengthening so i can't imagine that but just having that those pins go in through your thigh your vastus lateralis which is a big quadricep muscle that's one of the most powerful muscles in your thigh um and then you have your the fascia it can create these protrusions which can be hernias as you build your legs later on so um that's one major thing for those of you who are looking into lifting and athletics hey he's here what's up raffi
3: hello can you hear me
0: hey i can hear you are you there where where are you calling in from or uh, calling in what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm in turkey istanbul i'm turkey. still nice there.
3: nice very cool did you have the surgery done yeah yes yes i'm four centimeters done okay. already did you get
0: it done on your femurs or your tibias femur, femur, femur femur, right? okay. Yes. Oh, L O N. There you go. Can you answer this question from Genu? Uh What's your opinion on lengthening over nail femur? Uh, I'm not. I'm,
3: I don't want to suggest him to do it. I suggest <laughs> to do the precise one. It's pretty painful.
0: Yeah, it's pretty painful. He said, jnu So um, I expected your answer to be that. Probably you have to be.
3: You have to be very strong to do it, especially for femur yeah i bet man
0: how are you doing right now so you're going you're four centimeters right now what's your goal what's your lengthening goal uh
3: was eight at the beginning but i'll stop at six to avoid complications
0: very good you so see you have a sensible goal in in mind there it's very logical and it's probably you're gonna get there pretty soon so that's amazing man um what was your starting height and where were you were you, you well, yeah what's your starting height 170 in the morning 169 evening. Okay. All right, man. That's very cool. Well, um, well. First of all, congratulations for taking the the plunge and getting this done. It's not an easy decision, um, but you you're you're well on your way to get your new stature. How's your physical therapy and your range of motion right now? Um, it's great. I'm doing
3: actually extra to recover flexibility besides the one provided by the company. Okay. Uh, doing all right. Yeah. That's awesome, I have a man. friend with me. I have a friend with me. She did tibia she can answer as well if you have any questions she did absolutely
0: is she there yes hello hello how are you
4: (laughs) i'm good
0: oh that's awesome uh so you did you're doing tibia lengthening right now she finished
4: i finished i do the removal but i had three surgery because um while i'm walking i broke my nails Oh, external no. fixator
2: yeah
3: somehow she managed to broke the nail so she need to do a second surgery to replace the nails then removal yeah.
0: man what um so oh you were working and then you had that happen like that um did it did it did it break the bone too or did it just kind of the nail no just no, just, no.
4: just the external fixator pins okay. so Got they you. only replace the pins external pins yes
0: i I see it wasn't the internal rod part
4: yes before my mm, revision surgery was everything okay Uh, i have pain but not too much even uh, when i do my surgery it was uh, management
3: manageable
4: manageable Mm -hmm. but after the revision uh, um, surgery I had to stay in bed three days without moving, so I lose my flexibility, and now I have a little bit ballerina syndrome. Okay, ballerina. ballerina. Yes, Mm -hmm. but every day I see um, progress. progress. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: So I think in one, two months, I will be...
0: Someone asked, Good if you are Indian.
4: So no, I'm from Italy.
0: Italy, oh, you got some <laughs> yes. of my bloodline in you. That's amazing. What part of Italy?
4: Milano.
0: Milano, okay, wow. My yeah. family's from uh, Rome, Roma.
4: Yes, Rome that's is good. the capital,
0: yeah, the capital of Italy. Yeah, I've been there when I was a little kid, uh, student ambassadorship, but that's amazing. Well, um, how much length did you go for in your tibias?
4: I was 156 and I um reach six centimeters
0: six okay six on the so
4: okay? now i'm 162.
0: wow okay um yes. and um so you said a slight bit of ballerina so a little bit of aquinas right there and the ankle and the you know the are you but it's getting better each day are you able yes. to walk with a walker or are you not in the wheelchair still?
4: i can walk even without any support
0: okay okay yes. but walking a little bit funny yeah for the moment right because of the, the tightness in the ankle like the yeah well that's amazing I, first of all like i said i i'm i'm all for the patient so i'm super um you know happy that you were able to get this done but you're gonna have a lot of work in your hands to get that rehab okay so lots of stretching yeah. Uh, lots of foot motion, pumping that ankle, get that, you know, that range of motion back as soon as possible because you're done lengthening, so now it's time to work on that rehab, you know, recondition those tissues. You can do this, give yourself a six-week fast, you know, hard course, and I guarantee you, um, you know, before the fall hits, you're gonna be back in good shape. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Okay, you got this. And then, um, Rafi, the same thing goes for you, so watch that range of motion. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I love this. This is what the roundtable open mics are all about. Um, Rafi, same thing goes for you, man. So, like, happy us, thank you. what's that? I said thank you. Yes,
3: thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got it. So, you got it, man. Um, cool. Randy, where, where do we go from here? <laughs> this is so awesome, man. Oh, is, is he just joined? I didn't see that. Hi, Journey. What's up, H.J.? Yeah. He
3: just came on. Hey, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you loud and clear, yep. man. This is so cool. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm
1: going to be on next week. I'm just joining, just to make sure I can, everything's working fine. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm not going to really answer any questions. I'll be here next week so you can answer all the, you can ask me all the questions you want Barrage me with all the questions you want. Um, just a brief summary. Um, <laughs> I'm like almost halfway done with tibia lengthening. Um, it's already been like, almost. it's already been four weeks since surgery. And, um, I'm selecting um, about 1.4 centimeters right now. So it's just coming through and um, next week I'll be um, five weeks past surgery. So I'll be past the halfway mark and um, you can ask me all the questions you want. Anybody can ask all the, me all the questions they want next week.
0: Yeah, man, I think that uh, this is gonna be so cool. So yeah, he just came on to drop and give him a nice little cameo, <laughs> an HJ cameo. Okay. And um, yeah, HJ, we're gonna have you back on next week, August 18th at 6.30 PM Eastern so you guys if you want to send questions in ahead of time that's fine or just be in the live chat and HJ will answer all your questions about his tibial lengthening
1: okay i'm gonna log out now so
0: all right just we'll see you next brief. week all Basically, right yes good to see you Bye. all right uh, randy you're the expediter where do we go from here
1: <laughs> um how is the pain coming out of surgery the first two weeks um yeah it's the worst out of the whole I guess the whole process but uh you you're you put on a bunch of drugs like <laughs> yeah, it helps it. yeah um I think I, I had a lot more swelling going on in my tibias mm-hmm. that lasted a lot more than two weeks It lasted me like a month and a half maybe really like I guess is the frames and um, or or maybe Maybe it's just the frames. Yeah, I, I but I've seen other patients with the same frame on, and they had no swelling. So I don't know. Maybe it's per- person basis.
0: You you but you also had that slight little surface infection, like skin infection, which is very common with external fixators, right? Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah, I had like
1: I, two or three infections on that one pin. Yeah, that yeah. one pin
0: was bothering me. I think I think that's what caused the swelling, believe it or not, because your body, that's a natural inflammation inflammatory response to um infection is swelling. So I think that's probably what, why I was hanging around. But um yeah, I think yeah. that for like internal methods, like did you get any the swelling dissipated probably after two weeks, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like um once the infection comes on, like all your soft tissue starts just becoming really hard right around that one site. Absolutely. And, and then incredible. your knee joints get even like stiff. Yeah. But it lasts like a week if you're on antibiotics.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's terrible. I remember even had a little infection with like um, my pec tendon repair, and is like my whole arm got swollen. It was like sore to the touch, and yeah, infections like it happens a lot with incisions. Yeah. But you try to kind of monitor it and take antibiotics. Uh, Rafi, did you have any uh, skin infections with your lon femurs? No, no, so far no. good. No.
4: No. We no. take antibiotic, so okay how many
3: weeks two weeks and we, if you notice something during the lengthening you can start the second cycle
0: gotcha but in the
3: beginning just two weeks uh, of antibiotics
0: hmm. i see that's so different yeah it's a little different that's what i was gonna say yeah it's a little different for each um person and it varies yeah. like i said some people's like some i've heard one week but then usually it's closer to that two and a half three weeks for sure
1: I did- about a one week period of- I right ran after the surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, about a week of antibiotics and I was off of it till, like, mm. I started feeding tight.
0: Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, man. this X fixes, man. I'm- like, that's one of my biggest concerns with this industry is, like, let's get a device out there that helps every patient get this procedure done at an affordable cost so that they- we don't have to use these barbaric, obsolete devices anymore. I really I really would wish that would happen. I really do. But anyway. Um, Rafi, are you from uh, Italy as well? No, I'm from Romania. Romania, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. We have a, this is literally Cyber for Life is like international. This is so cool. It all is, right, Janu yeah. um, is asking, uh, Rafi, how's your recovery going? Well, Janu, we uh, still lengthening. So <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> I'm still lengthening. Uh, I lost my first concern now is that I lost a lot of, of weight. And um, I'm pretty stiff, but walking all right with crutches. I'm not getting tired easily.
0: OK, good. Yeah. My, so you're, you're getting around really well with the uh, the walking assistance? Yes, yes.
3: Besides the fact that I lost weight and I lost my appetite, it's
0: all good. OK, man. Did you get a, an x-ray yet Just check if the bone looks uh, good? Um, I did. We get x-rays every two weeks.
3: and uh, looks good, yes well um well it's not very precise i'm not mm, i'm not getting the exact measurements of lengthening i did start with 0.5 on my device so first day after the surgery was not starting from zero Um. They're not uh, actually equal at the moment. So I have uh, on the device it's four point four, let's say, and in real life I think I have four centimeters. Okay. Like right, but they as well not equal. I will have some more precise measurements before the removal.
0: Right, right. Just to make sure that it's even. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's cool because right when you finish, you can always balance the other leg out. I know that there's been a few yes. patients. In fact, Randy, you had that issue as well.
1: Yeah, no. I'll, I'll, yeah, tibias and femurs.
0: Oh, really? Um, it was
1: both. If you yeah, if
0: before removal,
1: before removal, you gotta check. Like, how much was your
3: difference between
1: um, tibias wise? I had the frame on, and then on the frames, I think there was a, a bunch of like, I guess compression. So those wires and pins do actually bend inwards. Mm. So during the X ray, I had like almost six. But in real life, in, in on the x-ray, it showed like five CM, but in real life, I did like six centimeters on my frames.
3: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So very, yeah. yeah. But your tibia been, was equal? Like both legs was the same?
1: Um, I think one was two millimeters off. So I had to do two extra days on the right leg, I believe.
3: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And then femurs was also like two or three millimeters off. yeah i'm I'm
3: having the same problem (laughs) yeah Yeah. x-rays
0: doesn't seem to be equal exactly the uh, the x-fix is showing i I wonder i wonder why that is um i'll have to ask when the surgeon comes on in a few weeks so it's interesting very cool man well uh yeah definitely you know check the x-ray and make sure you balance it out to the length that you want um provided everything is safe you know so Author is asking, how is taking a shower and sleeping, and which method have you all done? So, um, Randy, if you want to start with this one, and then Rafi can answer it.
1: Uh,
3: showering.
1: Um, for the externals, I just didn't bother showering. I just kept on doing these whites, and like I could dip my head into the sink and do my hair washing. So the mm-hmm. few months, it was rough. But I've seen people with like big um, leg wraps that they could yeah. take into the shower yeah. with. I guess mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah that's but- and the femurs, it was just easy. You're just like getting under a chair, roll myself into the shower, and then that's it. So it's different.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you, Rafi?
3: Yes, so I'm covering my legs. I'm taking a shower, and I'm changing the bandages right after.
0: Okay. All right. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, to keep those bandages fresh. And then how about your friend there? Is uh, she take? Did she take showers as well? Yes, we do the same.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put a plastic bag on my tibia and I take shower.
3: And right okay. away after the showers, we have someone who change our bandages.
0: Okay, got you. Make yeah. sure they're fresh and dry. Very yeah. good. Okay. How about take, sleeping? Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh,
4: I just saying that I take shower, sit down on the chair, so it's uh, easy.
0: Yeah, like the it's, the shower chair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those things are so helpful. I, I really think that they're, you know, a godsend for a lot of, for the people with this procedure. I used one as well. Um, Randy, what was sleeping like for you for the uh, tibias and then the femurs?
1: Um, yeah, tibias, it was, at the beginning, it was literally just one position just on my back. Mm-hmm. But um, after like a month or two, I learned how to like, I guess, go on my side. It was like a pillow in between. Okay. The frames are pretty bulky. They get in the way of sleeping. Uh, femurs wise, um, still it was on my back for the first month. I could go on my side, but like due to all the new nail in my hips, um, I couldn't really sleep on my side mm-hmm. for the first month. It took it took a bit of time to get used to it. I could sleep on my side now, pretty easily. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. When did you stop your femur lengthening again? I forgot. It was just recently, right? Uh,
1: let's see, like maybe. 15 days
0: ago, or a little okay, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And then um, Rafi and your friend, w- what's sleeping like for you guys? How, how are you sleeping? Obviously, you have those external fixators on your femurs. How's that like? Is it sleeping on your back? <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's pretty difficult. I'm, I'm
3: not a back sleeper, let's say like this. Yeah. Uh, and at the beginning, was pretty difficult. And now I'm taking some medication and it helps
0: to sleep i see gotcha and
4: um, um for femur i think uh, it's uh, difficult because it uh, they put the external device on the lateral side but in the tibia uh, they put the external fixator in the internal side of the legs so i put i can sleep also um on, on the, the side on the side
0: on the side yes For
3: femur is pretty difficult if you are not if you are a side person (laughs) sleeping is pretty difficult
4: I put pillow um she's
3: using a pillow between her legs so she can sleep on her side like probably
0: yes that's awesome man yeah yeah I think that finding the position where you can sleep most comfortably without like kind of irritating your your legs um is the key here it's like sleep is very hard to come by when you're doing this procedure so however you can get it like Rafi's taking medication to get sleep sleep is very important for bone healing and everything recovery um but obviously try to make yourself as much comfortable as comfortable as possible yeah um so you guys aren't going to believe this, but <laughs> Dr. Robbins just texted me, and he's like, hey, look, I'm driving in the car if you want me to hop on. So we can bring him on. This is like turning into a big party. But <laughs> well, uh, let us uh, let me send him the, the link, and then he can hop on. And if you guys have questions about complications, anything for a surgeon, we're going to literally have Dr. Robbins from the Paleo Institute come on. He'll join the panel while he's driving because he's got, you know, he's probably going to his kids, but uh, you guys can ask him any questions. So I'm going to send him the link. But uh, okay, uh, let me just get this question uh hey victor my question has to do with the calf muscle (laughs) implants any suggestions whether it's a good idea to have them done before tibias like why do you need calf implants just literally email me i will send you a workout program for your calves you will not need that (laughs) Like, please don't do that like why (laughs) i think that was a joke must have been a joke anyway all right randy you, you you go ahead next one whenever you want um let me find the link here does it matter? Oh, um, definitely don't do the certain like if you're gonna get calf implants and you're not gonna listen to me, uh, don't do it near your limb lengthening. Make sure you do it and you're fully healed, um, and then do limb lengthening after. I suggest you do it after because then it might, you know, affect how the implant is a synthetic thing. So. You'll want to make sure that it's matched up with your new limb length. So limb lengthening first, heal up 100%. Year and a half later, get your implant if you want it. Question for Vic. What are your thoughts on Dr. Peter Thaler? Crazy awesome question because I literally just emailed the guy some x-rays from some patients. He just pretty much, he said, it's not going to be a perfect assessment, but I'll just give this. And he just went down the list of like, this is this, this is this. Oh my gosh, the guy's a genius. Um, Probably literally like the top top five, top seven surgeons in the world. Like the guy's a genius. Dr. Dong Hoon Lee looks up to him as a mentor. So I hope that puts it in perspective. All right, let's see. Um, I'm going to, Dr. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me a second. Um, question for the admin. Does lengthening affect in any way the public floor? Uh, let's hold that question for Dr. Robbins, uh, Randy. Let me just get the... Uh, okay. I'm trying to find the link that I sent. Where? where did I Is it in the emails? Here it is. Let me copy this. Unless you want to answer it, Randy, I don't even know what that is.
1: Let's see. No, so, uh, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, it said this.
0: pelvic floor. So you have pelvic floor muscles. Um, okay. Okay, I just sent it to him. He's going to come on. He can answer a lot of these questions for that. Um, but yeah, lengthening will, it can affect your femur lengthening. I'm sure that there's going to be some. Like they go in through the piriformis muscle so i mean that's not really super close to your obturator foramen and all that stuff so like where all the obturator muscle is and all those pelvic floor muscles and the pectineus and uh there's a lot of little detailed meticulous muscles in that area that you probably don't need to worry about but dr robbins could probably answer when he gets on in a second it's pretty cool <laughs> what's up dr. Robbins? I think I think we're getting some uh, some wind. Put your,
2: put your sunroof down on your Corvette. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little uh, not much better. Sometimes... <laughs> Darn it. I want you to come on too. Okay.
0: Um, there we go. Can you hear us?
2: Yeah, I hear you. Do you hear me?
0: Yeah, you're super clear now. Like that just like changed everything. It's like a 180. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's not the kids. I'm picking up my wife. We're headed to the gym right now.
2: Oh, nice. What are you guys working out? I, I just got back in the pool today. I haven't been in the pool since my wrist surgery a year and a half ago. I haven't really done much swimming at all, so I'm trying to get back into triathlon.
0: So today's the day. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So you, you're you a swimmer yeah. then?
2: Uh, well, in a previous life,
0: I can <laughs> swim. <laughs> what about her? What's her favorite type of working out?
2: Uh, everything. She's a beast.
0: She's a beast. Um, That's cool.
2: She works legs a ton because she's a physical therapist, so she's upper body twenty hours a week on patients. So she works legs a ton at the gym.
0: See, maybe we should refer a lot of the patients when they're in the recovery to her, and they can you know build the leg muscles back. <laughs> exactly, and and the person who wants calf implants, I completely agree. Please do not do it before surgery. Spend the money on calf implants on a trainer and pay. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, I will literally give you the best workout for that. Oh my gosh. Um, Oh wait, did he, Randy, did he disappear?
1: Yeah, I think so. Dr. Robbins, um, I think he's still here, but yeah, his connection's yeah. pretty
0: bad. Oh man, refresh the connection, Dr. Robbins, if you can hear us. I think that you don't have any bars. I think you're, All right. there better? you go. You. Yeah, it's better. better? So, okay. so we have, we have a question here that, um, this is a good question for you as a surgeon. He's asking, Does lengthening effect of um, pelvic floor muscles, or you don't know?
2: So we, which? So, I assume we're talking femur lengthening, right, because that's closer to the hip and pelvis? Yeah. It, it shouldn't because all the pelvic floor muscles are deep inside the pelvis. And obviously, the pelvic floor muscles attach inside the pelvis, but the lengthening muscles that go into your leg are on the outside of the pelvis. So the major ones, the hamstrings and the quadriceps that, that we all kind of know about and think about, are the front and the back and then on, on the outside the tensor lata that contributes to duck ass deformity mm. when you get tight in your hips and then on the inside your groin muscles but all of those muscles attach on the outside so i mm. can't think of a reason why there would be changes with pelvic floor musculature
0: gotcha yeah i didn't think so either that's what i kind of said in my guess but okay very cool um dr robbins you're not alone we have other patients on here right now this is, this is i know sure. you're probably like super super shocked but if you guys have any questions for this world-class amazing bone magician on and is your wife in the car yep
2: just hey, got in the car. how are you <laughs> <Good>.
0: <laughs> yeah you are live right now on the air like there's a lot of people watching you right now so say hello and if you want to pitch your physical therapy physical therapy uh practice i'm sure there's some patients that will come to you so
2: <laughs> <laughs> she'll, say, she'll think about it and, and maybe we'll send a link
0: there you go there you go i'll put it below yeah. oh, our man. waiting
2: list is about a year and a half right now
0: uh She's pretty darn good at what she does. That's crazy, awesome. Yeah. I would like yeah. to have her on for like a um, like an actual interview with the physical therapist. Just for like, you know, the recovery, like when they're trying to get back, you know, a year and a half later. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Would, she, would you be she, interested in that? What's her name? What's your wife's Holly. name? Holly. Holly. Would you be interested in that sometime? Sure. Okay. All right. We'll have to. We'll have to link up. Maybe this fall we'll just uh, we'll set it up, and it'll be a really cool thing for all the people who are, the guys who are getting this done to try to like get back to their normal life phone was ringing, I think it cut me off. All right, so yeah, we're gonna continue here. Um, Let's see, so this question is, uh, let's see here, it's asking, oh, Oh, there we go. Better? Yeah, it's better, it's much better. so this one's been saying I have tibia lengthening August twenty fifth with precise nail aiming to gain six centimeters. Do you know anyone who could reach that amount without complications? So six centimeters on the tibia. Man, that's a big ass. That's a big Liz, ask.
2: Anything is possible and we don't come up with guidelines arbitrarily. You know, from Paley's been doing this for multiple decades. I've been doing this for almost my first decade. a lot of people have high goals. Five is probably average the max. I mean, we have had people get more than five, but remember you start at zero and then you go to one and then you go to two and then you go to three and six is a, six is a big ask. Six in the tibia is different than eight in the femur. Mm -hmm. Um, in general, the complications, however you define that or whatever you call that tend to be more common the further along you get. Mm -hmm. But in our practice, we would stop you before a complication such as a contracture develops. So I understand the point of the question, but it's important to to parse it and really understand what's being asked. So if you're in my practice and you're lengthening and you're at four centimeters and your flexibility is good and your bone growth is good and you feel good, then of course you continue. But if you're getting to five and starting to get tight, well, we can slow down. We can take a few days off. We can double up on therapy, make sure your splints are appropriate, and et cetera. But we're not going to let you get into the problem of a contracture so you won't get the, the complication. You may not get what your goal was, but I'm going to tell you in the beginning, six is probably not a realistic goal. But I put it on you to prove me wrong. <laughs> Stay flexible, have great bone, and yes, you can get more if your body will let you. But I won't let you because that's your goal. I will let you because it's a safe and appropriate thing to do. I so,
0: like yeah. So, 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 so well said. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. It's like what your body can tolerate. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's it's so true. Awesome. Um, okay, Randy, what do we got next? Um, let's see. How difficult is femur lengthening? One to six, and seven, and eight. Um, good question. I mean, so let's see. So Rafi, you're at one to four, like you're in the four range right right now, right? Yes. Yes. How how is that lengthening going for your femur? Is it like really, really tough or so far you Uh, haven't
3: The most difficult days are after the surgery, the days in the hospital. Then you'll have some muscle stiffness. That's the main problem, and after four centimeters, I start to feel pain in the um, uh, nails area. Like I f- I'm feeling my skin ripping apart after four centimeters. This yeah. is the yeah. the latest
0: pain I, I reached. I see, okay, all right. But the yes. muscle, like the hamstring muscle is not terribly tight yet.
3: No, 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 I can yeah. bend my left knee I think more than 120.
0: Okay, okay. So you're maintaining yes. some good. And the right one is just 90 degrees. I don't know why is this difference. But... Gotcha. So then we'll go to Randy, and then we're gonna go to Doctor Robbins, because, um, so Randy, you did I think six centimeters on the femurs. Yeah. How was your range of motion when you were lengthening up to that point? Was in the because you you know like the knee bending and everything was it still pretty decent your knee flexion?
1: Um, I think after five, it was when it really started kicking in. Like okay. you could tell. Like one millimeter is a little too much for me. I felt yeah. like I wanted to go slower, but yeah, until now, there's like still like a few degrees left in the knee. I can't get it straight, but I think if I push it a little harder, I can. Yeah.
2: yeah the, the knee straightening is more important than the knee bending. If you had to pick one, hmm. because after you stop, the knee bending is, is much easier to get back. But losing knee extension is a worry, especially if that's early. So that that would go in the category like we were talking about with the tibias. If you're losing knee extension, we're slowing you down, we're doubling up your therapy, we're stopping for a while, whatever we, we may do, but you cannot lose knee extension
0: well let's let's dive in on that a little bit so let's say that right now he he only developed that let's say in the last week or so lengthening approaching the six and his knee is at like let's say 175 let's say 170 degrees out of 180 is that an issue or is it able to kind of resolve itself it's
2: it's sort of a a fluid thing if it's his active is 170 or 175 out of 180 That's not bad, because I imagine with just a little bit of help, he's going to get fully straight to 180. So some of it is subjective, but the point is, if for four seconds out of the day, your therapist can mash you into maximum extension, and as soon as he or she lets go, you spring into flexion, that's a problem. If it's a Monday morning, and you haven't done much over the weekend, and you're 10 degrees off, that's much different than if it's a Friday afternoon, and you've had eight sessions, and you're still tight. So no single thing is a hard stop except maybe motor loss but but you know you got to evaluate these things don't happen overnight and the, the benefit i guess you add length slowly but problems happen slowly There's Mm -hmm. rare surprises. It it would be shocking if you were perfectly straight today and in two days you were 15 degrees off, right? So they have been slow. So that's, again, why in our practice we see you five days a week and there's consistency in your therapist and consistency in your charting. And if, if Jane sees you today and Bob sees you tomorrow, they know where you were yesterday and the day before, and that's important because you're looking for those real subtle trends. You don't want to get fooled going once a week and you find out you're already behind the eight ball
0: i see it's all about staying ahead of the curve with this yep yes. cool. all right cool all right randy what what next question do we have I want to catch dr robbins before he has to go to the gym <laughs> how far are you from there i don't know to... yeah, well, i'm i'm close but
2: i swam a a hill whopping half mile earlier today but i'm in keto i'm in ketosis right now so i'm wondering why i'm bonking that's why
0: but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> whole separate conversation yeah, he's doing a keto diet, guys. This is awesome. Yeah.
2: And, and Holly has me doing some squat challenge. So, <laughs> oh what's that all about, Holly? Like a squat mm-hmm. challenge? Tell us about this. Aims, every day you do five. It's all more. out of love. That's yeah. all. You should have strong glutes. That's right. And she told me that <laughs> That's not accurate. <laughs> That's crazy. Commenting
0: so oh, yeah. your conversation. Uh, what questions do you have, and I'll see. All story. right. So this person's asking: Cyborg, if I if I do six centimeters and everything correctly on overdrive, how fast do you think I'll be able to get back to driving my semi truck? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the way I think about driving. Is and this is a hard thing. I don't have the answer for how to, to gauge this. But everybody is expected to drive safely, right? You don't drive. Everybody knows the speed limit and the rules. The question is, what can you do to avoid an accident? Because at the end of the day, your responsibility as a licensed driver is to avoid an accident, whether it's your fault or not. Right. So what I tell my patients is, if a kid is running across the street, do you have the dexterity the strength the flexibility the mindset to stop your car before you hit this child just as you did before surgery and if there's any chance the answer is no then you are not safe to be driving especially and and this may be wrong but i get the impression that a semi-truck has a little bit more mass momentum and, and difficulties maneuvering than a car so so i would say it's until you can do those things now if you can't walk so if if you're with a partial weight bearing nail you know stomping on the brakes to avoid an accident you're putting more than 50 or 75 pounds so there's a limitation right there now after your bone is healed your bone may be able to take the force but how's your flexibility how's your muscles how's those things and that's a hard thing to gauge so we say if you're off narcotics and you can do those things then you're safe to drive but god forbid you're in an accident uh that's going to be hard to rectify with yourself should you've been driving yeah. in that distance, whether it's your fault or not right so that's my one answer for I, I don't have a good answer
0: gotcha yeah yeah that's that's true so probably wait till consolidation 360 republic just to be safe or after consolidation just be yeah safe. yeah that's, that's yeah the best thing. All right. Um, let's see if we can get a couple more with Dr. Robbins. Uh, could someone really return to an activity like skateboarding or jumping off things high impact after leg lengthening surgery? Thank you.
2: Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. We have, and this is all self-reported. We have downhill skiers, snowboarders, trail runners, uh, triathletes, rugby players. Thank you. Um, uh, bicyclists, uh, heavy weightlifters. Some of the... Some of the, the uh, they're not professional, but uh, these people are putting up some serious weight. I don't know that they're yet back to their max, nor do I know that they're trying to be. But the only activity that we can predict and have been you can do it. And it. And deep, deep squat, kind of like do, and if you think of me, Imagine you're sitting there, and now you're asleep with your knees back to the
0: top floor. Right? Dr. Robinson, like, I think you're...
2: Um, three further away from your body,
0: I think your, your connection's kind of choppy. Better or work? Yeah, it's better now. Better? better. Yeah. Oh, wait. Better, okay. So, uh, imagine... Oh, no.
2: <laughs> ...walking in your area. Better? Better? I-
0: yeah, it's better right now.
2: Yeah, okay. So yeah. imagine you're sitting in a chair with your feet on the floor, knees bent 90 degrees, and now your knees are literally three inches further away from your body. That, that's seven and a half centimeters. When you go to try to stand up, you will by necessity lean forward more than usual to move your center of gravity to enable yourself to rise from a chair. So if you're weightlifting and squatting with, with, you know, typical squatting with a bar on your back, you will have to lean forward more after a lengthening surgery when you're in a deep squat to keep your center of balance forward. That's about the only activity we can think of where if you're affected. You can still do it. You just mechanics change by necessity of the finger lengthening But that's a long answer for everybody we know that has a sport has reported returning back to it if that's their choice.
0: Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I've gotten a lot of emails that have confirmed that people have gotten back to dancing and flipping and running and jumping and all kinds of stuff. Hiking, it's crazy. Yep, it's really cool. yep. yep. That's awesome. Okay, let's see if yeah, I like give
2: couple, you one more,
0: one more. Okay, one more. Here we go. Yeah, um, yeah. So today, all right. Well, hopefully, we'll get you on for that that complications roundtable in the yeah. Winter
2: yeah, winter. we'll come up with the complications talk in the next few weeks or so.
0: Okay, sounds good. All right, so this one's saying, um, hey, I just wanted to know, what's your advice on having limb lengthening surgery if I have about an inch difference in height between my two legs from the tibias down?
2: Oh, wait. Well, so there is, we
0: go. Yeah, I,
2: So are you saying you would do surgery on both legs, but you would over lengthen the short leg?
0: We no, I think that's pretty yeah. frequently. I think, I think the rephrase of this is like, they have a limb, limb length discrepancy of only one inch. Is it worth it getting? It worth oh, it
2: getting? yeah. Uh, so, quick uh, counter-question, is it symptomatic?
0: And I'll leave it
2: open-ended. Does it bother you? And act-
0: <laughs> Maybe you left it open-ended. <laughs> I don't think we can hear him anymore. Dr. Robin, are you there? There we go. No? Did we lose him, Randy? Yeah. We oh, did. Oh, hey, there Stop you go. We- you yeah, we can hear you.
2: Okay, so first question... First- First question is: How do you know it's an inch? Is this a, is this a someone measuring with a or Is this actual X-ray Because The second, the symptomatology does bother you, and, and inches is not how are I suspect over time that's going to be bothersome. Um, but listen, if it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother me. But <laughs> I've had patients with as little as seventeen millimeters incapacitated is probably an overstatement, but the one guy I think of was a 17, 18, 19 year old yogi and he's barefoot his whole life and he could not stand the 17 millimeter difference. When he wore a shoe or a flip flop, he felt perfect, but he liked to be barefoot and didn't want to shower with a shower shoe.
0: So yeah,
2: if it's him, get it fixed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mine was not even a full two inches and I got it done and it changed everything for me. So I agree with you.
2: Yeah, o- over time, eventually things wear out. The, the general consensus is over two centimeters to treat. But listen, surgery is is a real deal. Uh, a shoe lift is much cheaper than surgery and much less complication. But if you decide on surgery, it's it's a safe thing to do in the right hands.
0: Yep, that's right. Okay. And no safer hands on right. the
2: guy. I well, well, well. commandeered you. I'll catch up with you this week, Victor, and we'll set up a time
0: sounds good have a good one have a good workout
2: Um, cyborg for life you are (laughs) sending out good information proud of you
0: victor thank you dr robbins (laughs) see you later awesome well there you guys have it the bone magician that is awesome he's one of my favorite surgeons literally it's so cool well let's get back to the show here so (laughs) all right um here we go so we got Devin may asking hey randy what's your wingspan did you have did you take that into consideration before lengthening or did you just want?" The height.
1: Um. Could you still hear me? Yeah, we can still hear you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I, I. I don't think I had like um small wingspan. I had like a one seventy nine, one eighty. So it was almost almost proportional to my new height. I think just five centimeters short of my height, which is okay. So I never yeah. really considered too much.
0: I see. And um, how about you, Rafi? Like when you like extend your arms out did you have really long high arms did they match with your height or were they uh disproportionate
3: uh they were matching before the surgery so i had 170 wingspan as well
0: 170 so it matched
3: yes it matches
0: before the surgery yeah, and based on my assessment of a lot of pictures that, you know, are sent to me via email, I always see that patients who lengthen, as long as their wingspan or their their arms are, you know, within five, I'd say three to five inches, which is, um, what's that, like eight to 12 centimeters, um, usually it doesn't catch people's attention. So you can kind of slide under the radar there. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's just mine.
3: The length lengthen and eight, and I didn't notice the difference for them, but I didn't ask how much was their wingspan. Oh, you did, but not
0: the ball. Gotcha. Does it bother you? Uh, what? Like, like if you're, let's say that your arms were a little shorter on the side, it wouldn't bother you mentally, like to see that, would it? Mm-hmm. Or is no, it? I yeah. don't. You don't. Well,
3: <laughs> would, this might be a problem for who does both surgeries.
0: Uh, I don't think so you're gonna be noticeable yeah like Randy he did it but he said he was okay with it how about your friend there um is she worried about proportions
4: um not because I think I was uh, I had um shortened legs but mm-hmm. now my proportions are, are good and I think um
3: did you measure your no. arms she didn't measure I, I think.
4: Long uh, legs always uh, look good on people, <laughs> no?
0: <laughs> they do, yeah. There's actually a research paper out there that proves this. It says that m- longer legs are more aesthetically pleasing uh, yes. to people. Yeah. That's that's yeah. incredible. That's good. So that we all agree on that. Okay, cool. Oh, man. So we just hit the one hour mark. Randy, are you okay with a little bit longer? Because I know that Dr. Robbins came in and everything and re- yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good okay, to go. Okay, another 10 or 15 minutes. I know we'll we always yeah, really No like problem. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because people have probably more questions. Are there more questions?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a bunch more, I think.
0: Okay. Uh, here we go. Randy, what's your expected consolidation period for the femurs?
1: Mm, I, I, I You know what? That's a tough one. Um, I still have my tibias here to, to, to heal up alongside mm. my femurs. Will, will that slow down my femurs? I, I think that might be- i'm not too sure
0: i don't think so i think your body's very efficient at like you know allocating resources but you got to be in a a slight surplus so make sure you are eating enough you know calories and the good proportion of calories like you know protein um you -hmm. know healthy fats, you know carbs that's tough to do yeah you're not a big a big eater no (laughs) oh man well it'll heal eventually but yeah the the more you even if you had like a splurge like you know sometimes yeah it's just getting, like, exactly it
1: yeah hard. but i'm um, i'll say like with within three months i should be on crutches i i feel like i'll be on forearm clutches underarm clutches and then maybe i'll be on that for another month or two and i should be able to like start walking around i hope I, that's yeah. what i gathered from all the other patients
0: i'm not too sure Gotcha. I think, um, I think, like you said, I think if you push the calories, you and you do kind of gradual weight bearing for that mechanical stress, you should be pretty, uh, pretty good. Hopefully, before the year's end.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I just want to be able to walk.
0: I know, man. We're we'll get. We're gonna keep our fingers crossed for you, man. You're, you're our exactly. guy. Exactly. So we got to get you back to walking.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: All right. Let's Give see what sec. else we got in here. Yeah, I know. We probably had a lot loading up didn't we. <laughs> And then people are chatting, too, so it always makes it harder. Your job is the hardest here, Randy, it is. <laughs> I promise you, we'll put you on payroll when we get there. <laughs> when, when some big company sponsors Cyborg for Life. Um, here we go. So, DACA1, what's up, man? I'll always love you supporting the channel. So, hey, Johnny. Who's Johnny?
1: <laughs> Sorry, this is definitely not. What's
0: that?
1: I think he was answering someone else's question.
0: Oh, oh, oh. He's saying I okay so um, so he I did uh, oh so he, yeah so he's due to tightness but i'm s- super happy i stopped it there it was perfect for me so he did yeah doctor one did seven centimeters on his femurs up yep and he was 39 when he did it he he's uh, he's a real trooper as well he's a legendary supporter of the channel since like i think day one um out of show is asking alice are you that girl from italia yes Oh, somebody knows you. <laughs> they called you out. Look at that.
3: She answered anyway on the on the chat as well. She's on the. Oh, chat. Oh,
0: okay, okay. That's how they find you.
4: Yes, yes, okay. yes. I already <laughs> replied.
0: She replied. <laughs> yeah, she replied. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> my bad. My bad. This is no, long ready, today. I understand. People are chatting. It's 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 really hard. Okay, uh, here's your question. On a scale of one to ten, what would you rate the tightness when you reached the the your finished lengthening? Hmm.
1: yeah real tight one to ten okay oh at night i I could the tightness itself gets up to like a six or seven i have to say wow that's crazy some yeah it would bother you from sleeping because i would say that's pretty bad um but it's tightness though it's not pain so it's a little different yeah it's it's sore but like it's not painful it bothers you
0: I see yeah no tightness is definitely I mean but that soreness that's like kind of tense it can it can definitely you know aggravate things that's so true
1: I'm a little different like my tibias definitely took away a lot of the I guess the the soft soft tissue flexibility and then it made the femurs a little bit harder than I expected oh really I think if I just did femurs or tibias I think that would be completely different if I wait in between Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I
0: mean, doing both, it's, there's a kinetic chain, like, they're intertwined, like your hamstrings cross the knee joint, your gastroc cross, crosses the knee exactly. joint as
1: well. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Very cool, man. Randy, did you have to buy new pants now? Are your old pants too short after the lengthening? <laughs> nice question, Mel.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I could still wear my old pants, but, like, the, the bottom, just not the bottom no more. <laughs>
0: They're pretty much shorts now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, yeah. Small pants. <laughs> Small pants. I pan. do have to go get new pants. I haven't gone out too much, but once I do, though, I, I think
0: yeah, <laughs> I- I'll, I'll probably true. have to. Yeah, anybody that does quadrilateral, it's almost a guarantee you're going to have to. If you just do one of the segments, maybe. It depends on how much. That's so true. Oh, there are a lot of questions I'm looking at here. Thanks. Are you happy with the service from the surgeon and the team? Oh, I guess that was uh, Rafi. Is that... Question for you? Yeah, I guess yeah, you? I guess, yes, yes. Oh yes, pretty happy.
3: Ninety five
0: percent. Nice. That's awesome, man. How about you? Um I guess it was Alice?
4: Yes, yes the same. I same. yes.
0: Okay. And, and Randy? Oh sorry, sorry. I'm yeah, good. For sure. yeah.
1: yeah, no You're me too. too.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. Ninety five.
0: <laughs> that's good and i think that's a big important thing it's like i know a lot of i get a lot of questions a lot of times people are asking me which surgeon should i go to and i know that's a very important question because i had the same question in my head when i was researching surgeons for this i wanted dr john herzenberg because he was one of the best in the world he you know him and dr pilly started the icll years ago but then i found out that he didn't do any adults and i was like darn who's second in command and they said dr conway i was like a lady (laughs) and then basically when i had my consultation with her she blew my mind and i was like you know what i'm so glad i have you and um you know it's all about building that trust with your surgeon knowing that they're going to take good care of you they have a good track record of success and you do everything in your power to be the compliant patient and everything else should turn out really well so oh wow we got a uh, little donation matt got cameras oh it's my boy so matt got cameras Go, go subscribe to him he's my uh this guy we go way back to elementary school middle school Oh, man, we went to school together. This guy's legit. He does a lot of, um, you know, uh, I think like movie, uh, what's it called? Music videos for like like local rappers and stuff like that. It's so cool. This is my boy. What's up, Matt? Thank you. Thanks for the donation. I'll hit you back on your live stream if you do them. <laughs> That's cool. Supporting, supporting the crew. I love it. Uh, Moki Bear, do you know your wingspan? Uh, no, we already, asked, yeah. So we already kind of answered this question. Moki Bear, nobody knows. They aren't really too... Worried about it? <laughs> I have a really long wingspan; it's ridiculous. I need to measure it, and I will. I'll get that measurement out to you guys. And that's another reason I need to get this done. So like I'm playing. All right. Um, I'm supposed to do fe- precise femur lengthening in September. Did someone already do it, and still remote work? Was it okay? So yeah. So for you guys who got this all done, um, how was it for working? If or did you just take time off, or how how did that all work? Me, um, yeah, I had um, this
3: when I took time off, yes. I'm working remotely, work yes, but in harder days or with more stiffness or more pain, I took a day off.
0: Okay, okay, very good. How about uh, Alice? She's not working remotely at the moment. Gotcha, okay. Um, and then Randy? Um, no, I, I gotcha. couldn't do work. Couldn't work, yeah. It was. My mind was away.
1: always on this. It was tough <laughs> to really, like get it away from my mind
0: yeah but no. i've seen
1: people do work i i don't know how to do it but i've seen like, yeah people work
0: there's a uh a guy in the discord um he goes by julian in the discord and he's uh he's at, he just hit seven centimeters today so congratulations to julian um i think he said that um he works he was working like day one the guy's in, incredible he's a he's a machine he's you know really high level athlete he does a lot of martial arts and uh strong mindset i mean he's just you know a beast but um it's not easy to work i think that for the general people i mean not general the um average patient i would say that Anywhere like after about three weeks to a month, you can probably pick up your normal work schedule, whether it's remote um, well, remote. It'd have to be remote. So, oh, did I get a little message Oh, my sister? What does she want? It's my sister in New York. She's a lawyer. She's saying she's probably watching the show from her big penthouse. Like, I'm like, uh, I don't even know what she's saying. I'll read that later. Um, OK. Santino. Oh, Santino, what's up, man? Um, at what length during femur lengthening did you start feeling tight? Randy, when did— you said about 5 centimeters, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. Yep. And it's so crazy. Seven, 6, yeah.
0: I— I've talked to a lot of stature patients, and they always say right around that 5 centimeter mark, and surgeons have confirmed this, that that's like a threshold where things start to get tight. How about you, Rafi? You said that you just feel the skin kind of getting irritated with the pins, but it's not so much the muscle yet? Mm. It was the muscle in the beginning but now it's the skin feels
3: like it's ripping on the nails area. Due okay. to lengthening, it's, yes, I have skin pain at the moment. But yeah. muscle often, I don't feel much st-
0: stiffness to bother me. Okay. And I mean you're going for six so you might, like Brandy said, cross that five centimeter threshold where you might feel a little tightness but you can push for that centimeter and get your physical therapy and you should be okay. Yes gotcha very cool all right kareem he's been here before uh is it all about stretching pre and post surgery yeah i would say it's so i think that stretching pre-surgery really helps you to do two things i've said this before it helps you get in good routine but it also helps to alleviate uh make the tissue more supple during lengthening it helps you match your new bone length so you don't get a contracture and you can kind of figure out how fast you should be going and then after lengthening you got to remember post-surgery like you said or you know in your consolidation phase it's to help regain that range of motion or residual stiffness that hangs around um if you didn't overdo it in the first place so each phase has an important um you know stretching you know serves a certain i can't talk today (laughs) serving okay let's just say yeah each phase is important um watch the video on stretching there you go (laughs) tripping over my words today daca one oh well we get an update about richard and west palm <laughs> so rich retella yeah so he um he's keeping a lot of stuff exclusive for the documentary he's really trying to pitch in there i gave him some good ideas today on email um we're trying to get you know some more added to the documentary like the history of limb lengthening we're trying to throw some controversy in there some more drama so we can actually pitch it to these streaming services but yeah you might not see a whole lot of rich until the documentary is released and then you're gonna see him all over the place because we are gonna have those teaser trailers and everything like that but um He did say that he would try to offer uh, an interview to the channel. Um, He's doing well. Rich Rotella achieved 8 centimeters femur lengthening uh, between the months of mid-April to uh, to mid-July. He's back in Los Angeles right now. He's doing well. He's doing his cardio. He's doing his nutrition, his vitamins. He's doing everything. That guy is meticulous, hardworking, and, you know, he stays humble. He's going to get it done. So he's going to be back probably walking, I suspect, by, like, mid, maybe early to mid-October, he's gonna gradually be weight-bearing. By, before the in- year's end, he's walking for perfectly normal. I'll tell him that you asked, Dr. One. <laughs> We're supposed to have a call, actually, today or Saturday. He's gonna call me. Uh, which surgeon and team? Oh, you just asking in general? Um, so you guys wanna name your surgeons and team? You can plug them. So, Rafi, you wanna go? Uh, Dr. Yaksel. Dash, I guess. Okay, I think that was Nicholas's uh, surgeon. Okay. Yes, and yes, and, yeah. I and, know.
3: And he, oh, you I, know Nick? I picked him from Nicholas. Yeah, I spoke with Nicholas before.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, Nick's uh, like a big um friend on this channel. Um, and then Alice, did you get it done there as well? Yes, the exactly. same. Okay, gotcha. And mm-hmm. then Randy?
1: Yeah, I did both of mine. Was Doctor Usul in Turkey? And then um, okay, and it was sure. the at yeah. Team AFA.
0: AFA. Okay. So, all these uh, clinics are in Turkey. Yeah, Gotcha. Yes. So there you go, guys. I've been getting a lot of questions from people asking about you know, Turkey limb lengthening clinics and people are acting like I'm against Turkey. I'm not. I'm just, here's the thing. It's like we want patients to kind of speak for them i'm not gonna i haven't really interviewed. you've seen the channel like i haven't gone and interviewed that many surgeons lately um i haven't shot videos lately uh but the thing is is that we want the patients to speak for the clinics okay um we've covered a lot of the united states clinics because uh, like we had heavy patients from there a lot of patients but now we have patients from turkey and they've just they're saying that they're doing well so i hope all of you guys who are asking have gotten your answer um how old are raffi and the girl get muscles tighter as some people age so i don't know that's up to them to answer but um do muscles yeah go ahead go ahead Rafi. i'm 30 30. i'm 26. 26 okay so they're young guys there and then randy you said that you said your early 30s there so there you go you got your answer um now muscles get tighter as some people age not necessarily true Muscle is a tissue, but it, it— your recovery isn't as great as it was when you were younger. So yes, you won't— it can technically get tighter because of that, but it's not like a direct thing. Like, your age goes up and your muscles get tighter. It's not necessarily like that, so it's just like a side effect. Cool. Oh, we're at 116. Um, okay. So we'll take— how many more questions you kind of see, Randy, if you like, kind of survey? Like a couple more. We're couple more I will right, we'll run him. yeah all right we'll run them we'll uh, Devin may Randy is 185 centimeters satisfying enough if you could go further without any complications what height would you want to be
1: um yeah I think this would be the max I could do safely I, I think I'm at the tip top I don't think I would do more even if I could
0: yeah that's yeah awesome. that's cool man I think and I, I think that that stature like for me like I said, between five eleven, six foot, six one, I think that's like the, the sweetest like height ranges because you can fill out the frame and look phenomenal. You're not so tall that you're going to look lanky. Again, I'm just talking from a male perspective where I want to have like you know a great physique, but um, and also you're just you're above average, and you know, yeah, it's considered taller, you know, in most countries um, except yeah. for like the Netherlands and Iceland. So.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So okay,
1: and then i'll share some next time i'll, I'll be on yeah this, R- randy's this. a
0: co-host so he's going to be on like every week so if we have like a, a down moment or even during hj's thing like maybe we got like a second we'll throw some on here he yeah. right you have a, do you have to see the share feature there do you see it
1: um no
0: <laughs> you don't all see it. All right well you can just send it to me and i can i guess i have to be the admin i guess uh, sh- sh- uh
1: nope i don't see it, I'll, I'll it's, right it next,
0: it's right next to the, the react you don't see it there or the ad cam it's not there
1: mm, nope not there
0: okay uh, darn i'll have to tell uh, veronica to fix that um Moki bear do you think there will be any any advancements to help speed up the recovery process yeah there's a few out there um i've mentioned it before but i'll kind of allude to it now there's a um a CPM, like a really nice CPM device, which is like a continuous passive motion stretching device, which can help prevent knee contractors, Aquinas contractors of the ankle, which is like ballerina foot, um, where you put them on and you can kind of turn it and it actually kind of force your leg to stay. Think of the night, night splint on steroids. These things are really powerful devices. I try to get an interview with these people, but like I said, they're just kind of, I guess, so scared of the stigma of this procedure. I don't know why. It'd be perfect market for them. But um, there's other things out there. I'd hate to kind of say their name. And you guys you know, um, talk to them and just they're just gonna get in further annoyed annoyed. but um, there's recovery devices that basically can monitor your range of motion, your tension and your muscles, your walking gait. So all of this reco- things that fall under the recovery, things you want to know about walking, uh, range of motion, all the things I talked about at the beginning, right? to get you back to a normal walk, there's devices out there that can do this right now. I've reached out to them, they don't want to participate in, you know, the, the, uh, the, you know what we're doing here. Uh, hopefully one day they do. Um, there's a uh, bone stimulator, uh, Exogen uh, provides, I know a lot of surgeons kind of team up with them. You can use it, and it can help stimulate bone. I was actually part of a study for that. There's a pulse electromagnetic field version that's made by, I think, Ortho, is it Orthofix that makes that? I think it's one of theirs, it's, I forgot what it's called, a PhysioStem. And um, it helps stimulate bone as well. Uh, through electromagnetic pulses so that helps with the bone healing I could go down a list so there's a lot of stuff out there but you guys if you want to go barrage them and email them say come on side for life hey maybe we can partner up and we can turn this into a real thing but yeah that's what's happening so there are things out there yes but they're little sticklers for the stigma they're scared (laughs) Rafi and Alice are you happy to leave a contact. Oh yeah, so if you guys have like an email that you're not using for work or personal, and, like a dummy email, um, I know Randy has one. I'll actually post it below this video so you guys can reach out to all of these panelists and ask them direct questions about their their surgery experience, their recovery, what they're going through and all that. Is that is that cool, Rafi and Alice? Sure, sure, we're gonna leave Instagram in comments. Okay, good, yeah, leave it, well, if you wanna email me or, um, Cause I'll have sure. to put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah, just email it to me. Um, just find my email. Yeah, yes, cool. Sir, so I'll <laughs> it's ask. somewhere on the internet. Yeah, cool. cool. Awesome. Victor, uh, Jay, now I'm going to smack you through the screen. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't know where you are in the world, but I'm going to find you and smack you. <laughs> what's when's the new weight bearing nail expected? In fact, Randy, answer this question. Just get it out of here. <laughs> Go ahead, Randy. What's what's your answer? <laughs> I'm not too sure. I've seen
1: a patient who's way under the weight limit, so she's using it like a weight-bearing nail. I'm talking about the precise.
0: The precise, yeah. That's a weight-bearing nail for her, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: it seems nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. What, uh, Rafi, do you know when the next weight-bearing nail is coming out? I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> How about you, Alice?
4: When the next? Step?
3: Next um,
0: weight-bearing nail. Like,
4: Sorry, I didn't understand the question. What's the next? Like, do you
0: know? Do you know what the stride nail is?
4: The straight nails?
0: So no, not she's not familiar. Sorry. Look, look at that! Darn it, J new. Darn out of luck right there. I didn't, nobody knows, so I guess we can't answer your question. <laughs> okay. Oh man. All right, we have a few more here. So thoughts about relaxing muscle pills for pre-surgery and after? Um. Wouldn't recommend it. I don't know how it's going to interact with other things. You can ask the surgeon about that, but it's probably not a good idea. If the surgeon sees that you like have really tight caps, they might give you a Botox injection. Uh, you can ask them about relaxing. They might do research on it, but I don't think you should try to take anything that you anything more that you need to take. It's probably risky business. And if anybody doesn't know, relaxing kind of allows the muscles to relax. Essentially, is that it, Randy? Yep. Oh man, that's awesome, man. This was a great show. We had a lot of panelists. I like this. This is really cool. Well, next week is uh HJ's time. So I don't know if he'll allow anybody else he wants to hold his 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 TV lengthening um, you know, show on. But Randy will be here. Um, but maybe he will, maybe he'll open it up for panelists. But um what I, I just want to kind of say this that I do want to still do the battle of the nails. So we have Rafi and Alice here. They both did lengthening over the nail. Randy's also did that. So that's we got that. We have Johannes for the Bet's Bone. I need a G-nail patient. I actually have one guy. He's going to be able to do that. Um, we need a Precise Nail, so either H.J. or hopefully one of the guys in the Discord can do it. Um, and then the Fit Bone. That's the last one we're waiting on. So there's a guy who did it... Um, I've emailed the girl who did it, but she she hasn't really gotten back to me. But Fitbone is a lot less, but I, I just wanna get a round table of lengthening devices so everybody can get their take. We're not trying to compare and contrast, like it's saying, oh, mine was better than yours. We're just trying to say, hey, look, this was my experience with it. And then let the patients kind of, you know, discern what they will. Um, and then Dr. Robbins, that's kind of like the, uh, the surprise spoiled, essentially. He was gonna be the surgeon who comes on for the complications round table where we have him on, hopefully with really good audio and (laughs) a picture, but, um, and then patients. So if you guys have, um, you know, a complication that you think is brewing or you had a complication or you have x-rays that you kind of want, like a general assessment, um, that will be the time to do that, okay? We're gonna have, you know, that'll be the time to go through everything complications. This guy is one of the best in the world and he can kind of help you kind of ease your mind, especially prospective patients who are thinking about this for the surgery. And then, um... Yeah, like I said, Johannes, he's going to come on to talk about his uh, post-surgery rehab and recovery. And uh, yeah, we're gonna, for the discrepancy patients out there watching, I know we haven't done a whole lot for you guys. We do hopefully have Matthew coming back, and there's another guy that got that done. There's a ton of people in the Facebook group. I think it's growing bigger than the Discord. It's like 350 members uh, who have all discrepancies. We're going to try to do a roundtable for that because I know a lot of parents are asking for their kids, and i got to get to them. So lots of stuff coming up on these live streams. I don't know how much time I'll have for like actual videos videos, but we'll keep this going at least once a week, maybe twice, and um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. So um, Rafi and Alice, do you guys want to say anything to your uh, NOW fans out there? (laughs)
3: Uh, Nothing to add. If they have anything else to ask, we're happy to answer.
4: Yes.
0: Okay. So, like I said, if you guys want to reach out to Rafi and Alice, they're going to have their contact link in the description. So, feel free to email them. Ask them about their experience during uh, lengthening so you can kind of get your own assessment about that. Randy's going to be here as a co-host. He's always here. But each week, I'm going to post his email in the description so you guys can ask him about his quadrilateral lengthening. He did lengthening over the nail and tibias, uh, precise on the femurs. So, that's what you can ask. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bear. oh, also, wait, real quick, where can I find the Discord? You can actually click the link below this video. I actually have it, it says uh, join the Discord for free. Um, you can go in there, there's some moderators in there that take care of it. Uh, big shout out to Ben, he actually set up the Discord uh, last year. It's doing really well, it's growing pretty much steadily. Um, you know, we don't allow any trolls or anything like that, but hey, Armando, my man, what is up? How are you doing? He's he's also got lengthening done, I know him. Um, man, that's awesome. So... I appreciate you all, all you guys in the audience watching us, you know, these live streams I try to put it out there so this this content can help you make decisions, safe decisions. It's really important that you do this with this procedure. It's a, it's really involved. And um yeah, Randy, do you have anything to say to your awesome? I know this is like your first kind of uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, interview.
1: no. I hope everyone if they decide to ever do this, do it safely. Yeah. That's awesome. Gonna come out
0: 100%. Very cool. All righty. Well, I want to thank everybody watching the show. I want to thank you, awesome panelists rafi Alice, my man Randy, and uh, Dr. Robbins. I want to thank you for coming on, um, even though it was very short. Say hi to your boy Holly. And until next time, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life. Signing out. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>